At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Burger, and here's your v action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. College football win totals on the board, and v of all Shaw, co-host of The Nuts, appeared on My Guys of the Desert and said he liked the Georgia Bulldogs to go over 10.5 wins. First of all, you got JT Daniels back. I uh, love the running game. I, I think James Cook is one of the most underrated running backs in college football. He's tremendous. Uh, offensive line should be very solid. The one thing is Pickens is out with a torn ACL, but, you know, I just saw earlier today Odell Beckham Jr. was working on the Browns' mandatory camp. And to me, when you see guys coming back from ACL injuries so much quicker, I don't think you can rule Pickens out for the rest of the year. I think this is a perfect year for Georgia. I think Georgia's very good. I think, though, also what helps them is Florida takes a step back without Kyle Trask, without Pitts, without Kadarius Toney. On the flip side, as great as Alabama is in terms of reloading, it drives me nuts in collegiate athletics, and this applies to Ohio State, Clemson, and everybody else. Don't sit there and tell me you're reloading Trevor Lawrence, you're reloading Justin Fields, you're reloading Mac Jones. These are all guys drafted in the first 15, 16 picks in the NFL draft. Devontae Smith won a Heisman Trophy, third wide receiver to win a Heisman. Uh, you lose Jalen Waddle, who actually, in my opinion, was probably not necessarily at the collegiate level in terms of stats, but he was better than Jerry Judy, better than Devontae Smith, who won the Heisman. You can't tackle this guy in a phone booth. He's unbelievable. And then on the punt return, what he brought to the game, I thought Alabama lost a lot of talent. So I think this is the perfect storm for Georgia this year in terms of what they had, the opportunity. Amal Shaw, co-host of the Nuts, appearing on My Guys of the Desert with Daniela Alvari and Vinny Maiulo this week on VSIN. My Guys of the Desert heard weekdays 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. The Nuts heard 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern on VSIN. NFC East odds on the board. The Dallas Cowboys, a favorite at plus 125. Washington plus 260. The New York Giants plus 350. Philadelphia 5 to 1. 
VSIN's Wes Reynolds on My Guys of the Desert with Danielle Bovari discussed the potential value play if you bet the NFC East division. If I was looking a little bit of a value play here, it would actually be the New York Giants, who I thought really? were very competitive last year under Joe Judge. I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but I think from a value standpoint, they are the team I would look at a little bit here. I think they've got a very good defense. They did get some guys for Daniel Jones, some reinforcements in that receiving core. So, you know, maybe watch out a little bit for the New York Giants because they were very competitive and surprisingly competitive. I know they did not have a winning record, but they didn't get blown out in a lot of games. No. They were, they were actually, you know, well within. They did not embarrass themselves. Obviously, Joe Judge was a rookie head coach, so you would expect he's going to be better. He had him play hard for 17 weeks, too. And not every coach is really able to do that. So at least it seems like the New York Giants that they're kind of buying in to what he's trying to sell here. So Giants, a little bit of my value team, but I do think the Cowboys absolutely the rightful favorite. VSIN's Wes Reynolds on My Guys of the Desert with Danielle Bovari. Weekdays 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on VSIN. NFC East odds. Dallas, a rightful favorite, according to Wes Reynolds, at plus 125. Washington, plus 260. His value play, the New York Giants, at plus 350. The Philadelphia Eagles are 5-1. to one. If you miss any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys of the Desert, Lombardi Line, and VSIN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. We've also got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. VSIN.com slash podcast. With your action update, I'm Mike Sennett. Get the latest VSIN odds at VSIN.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Did you miss a VSIN show? We have multiple daily and weekly podcasts to keep you up to date on all the latest sports betting action. VSIN Best Bets bring you the highlights from our daily lineup of shows, including Follow the Money and a Numbers Game. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum gets you ready with the latest lines in action. Beating the Book with Gail Alexander provides the insider view on analytics-based betting strategy from professional bettors, handicappers, and sportsbook operators. Visit vsin.com slash podcast today to find all of our podcast options. Before you place your next bet, visit vcin.com for all the latest data and powerful betting tools. Start with our live odds, team comparisons, and previews for every game on the schedule. Then dive deeper with live tracking of betting trends and line movements. And don't miss our unique tools, including odds comparisons from sportsbooks across the country, prop bet search engine, and custom parlay calculator. Everything you need to increase your betting knowledge and confidence is at your fingertips. Visit vcin.com today. Welcome in. It is a big Saturday night edition of VSIN Vet Center live from downtown Las Vegas in our Circa Sports Studios. Thanks so much for hanging out with us with Josh Towers, the former big league pitcher. I'm Ben Wilson. It is a, a busy slate on a Father's Day weekend. All sorts of action highlighted by the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines in San Diego. I know you wish you were there, Josh. But it looks awesome. Okay. Out on the water. Beautiful you, place. You're all right with being here, though? 
I don't want to be here with you. Okay. No, I like it here with you. This is not uh, a bad place to be as no, we, we take a look. Uh, love it. Yes, and looking at the leaderboard right now, that's where we are, where we are going to start. Uh, Josh, you, you, I know, in addition to being former big league pitcher, you're an avid golfer. Yes. Like the one thing that all professional athletes, I feel like, are automatically good at golf. It kind of annoys me. Because uh, we have too much free time and we get bored. We need something to do. That's a very good point. Looking at what is happening right now, though, and that's really what we're going to focus on for the next three hours. We'll sprinkle in some other sports as well. Josh has some plays on the UFC card tonight, as well as the Major League Baseball Saturday night slate. But the nice benefit of us being on the West Coast for a major is that we've got the golf going on basically all night. We're with you here until 9 o'clock on the East Coast. So let's take a look at our updated leaderboard. And it is Russell Henley, who is a co-leader coming into today. Been a bit shaky up and down today. A couple bogeys, but a couple birdies in his six holes. And right now you have Russell Henley as the lead leader as you take a look at our live leaderboard with those current odds courtesy of DraftKings. He has moved to the current tournament favorite, Josh, at 5-1 to one at 5 under through 6 holes, even for his tournament, or for his tournament today, I should say. And that was after just moving to the tournament favorite after John Rahm bogeyed the 8th hole. He was the... Pre-tournament favorite, the post-round two tournament favorite, until he just bogeyed the eighth hole to drop to one over for the round and two under for the day. The other player who was at 500 to start round three, that would be Richard Bland. And Josh, when if you were to have asked me before the tournament started, who is, looking at this guy, who is Richard <laughs> Bland? If you, had just said, if you had said, who is Richard Bland, and you said uh, it's a, some sort of professional sports figure, I would have guessed... Tennis? I would no. I would have said situational left-handed reliever for the Orioles in like 2002. Oh, you're like Richard Blyer. Yeah, that's that's where I was going. That's where you're going. That's where I was going. Uh, but no, but alas, yeah. no. Richard Bland, and he is one over today through six holes, four under right now. Currently tied now with Matthew Wolf, who just birdied his eighth hole to get back to even for the day. So it's Bland and Wolf each at four under par. The big question, though, Josh, Richard Bland. Thinking, okay, the guy was, he was 1,111 to 1 behind us here at the Circus Sportsbook. I asked Derek Stevens, the owner of the joint, when I walked in today, saw him and I said, hey, hey Derek, <laughs> you, uh, you guys take any tickets on Richard Bland? And he said, he said, let me put it this way. be a big winner for the house if he could uh, somehow hang on. So the question yeah, to you, as, as looking at a guy like Bland, who was mm -hmm. the only player in the field, he made all 31 of his putts inside 10 feet through the first two rounds. How long could this continue? It's been a little shaky today, but still, he's right in the mix. How long can this continue for a guy none of us had ever heard of before Thursday, Richard Bland? Um, yeah, that's the question. I mean, coming into today the, with Henley and Bland, the conversations were, when will the nerves kick in? It wasn't really a question of they, we know they're going to kick in, just when will it be? And I thought that was kind of unfair, but I mean, listen, if you're looking at track history, Henley, I don't think, has ever had a top 10 at an Open, and, and Richard Bland is what you said to a lot of people. Who, who, who is he? He's a 48-year-old professional golfer that a lot of us don't know. Um, so these moments become exciting. They're, they're, these guys have grinded. He's grinded for a long time, creating opportunities to still play, and he finds himself on a tough course at the top of the leaderboard before today. So it's, it's really neat. Um, from, from a betting perspective for us, it's, obviously it's going to be tough for us to lay on somebody like this because there's no track mm -hmm. history. And then again, when we know Henley's history as well, knowing there's no top tens in there, it's kind of tough. He looks good. I, I like the way he's looked. He looked very confident. Russell did walking in. And, and if we aren't just kind of knocking off this board real quick, Ben, like Matthew Wolf, can I really 
can't really back him, in my opinion. Matthew Wolf has been non-existent for a while. He had this rise to stardom uh, with his unorthodox, obviously, swing and became a, a big topic conversation. He got famous fast and all the endorsements, and he got thrown into the tailor-made stuff, and he's doing the commercials with all the, the, the Tigers and DJs and, the, you know, the best of the world. And it's a lot for a young man, and I think he's had kind of like some mental struggles is why we haven't mm-hmm. seen him. And, and, and now all of a sudden he probably went home and got with his coach and took some time off and it's everything that he needed so far in this tournament. But with all of that, I don't know if Matthew Wolf, somebody I can trust as well. Granted, I think it was last year. Didn't he finish second to Bryson DeChambeau? He okay. So he, he has history, but you know, these swings emotionally of what we go through as athletes, not understanding a lot of the things, uh, cause we don't give in too much, but the, the, the emotional, highs and lows of fame and money and stardom and, and all of this stuff, it can be a lot at times. And so Matthew's a tough guy for me to back as well. But I, I do like, and it, it's obvious uh, with the name, but like Roy McElroy. Roy's look, I watched his swing from the little bit of practice range today, his first swing on one. It's just, everything looks perfect. And no one's running away with this. I think we're at minus five with Henley right now. That's and, right. and a couple yep. guys before, right? So... With Rory, I just gave one back. But Rory at two under um, DeChambeau in the mix. I'm not a DeChambeau guy, but again, a, a winner last year. There's some guys in Rom as as well as he's been playing. Like DJ's right there. He was three under today. So there's a few of the really, really big names that are creeping on this board that I think are going to be the players tomorrow. Um, and, you know, again, no disrespect to, you know, Bland or Henley. I just, just think some of these other guys are – looking really good, and it's going to be a tough day tomorrow. And that's exactly what, if you come to our show looking for live betting opportunities, give us a follow, by the way, at Live on Twitter. Let us know if you've got any plays that you're sweating on this tournament, what you're thinking about getting in on, and you laid out exactly what I think every golf better right now is thinking, Josh. You've got the three guys we've talked about at the yeah. top of the leaderboard at the moment. When you look at Russell Henley, who was 290 to 1 pre-tournament. So cool. 12 to 1 after the second round. Along with the <laughs> aforementioned, like yes, with the aforementioned Richard Bland, who is one thousand one hundred eleven to one pre-tournament as well, was still you could have got him thirty-five to one last <laughs> night in round two, and then Matthew Wolf, who he would become just the second player ever to finish top two in his first two U.S. Open starts. He was second behind the runaway train that was Bryson DeChambeau last year at uh, Shinnecock in in the uh, fall version of the U.S. Open that was pushed back due to the pandemic. Wolf was 210-1 coming into the tournament. So three guys, like you mentioned at the top of the leaderboard, 200-1 to or greater, and you just automatically have to assume that can't possibly hold up over the course of four rounds. So the question becomes, all right, who do you you like and who do you think of that grouping right below has the best shot and the best value? As we we take a look kind of at that next group, start with Rory McIlroy, who's the, the deepest of the guys on the course right now. He just made a big par putt. At 16, which was big. He gave a big fist pump after it, trying to stabilize after a bogey at 15. Uh, he was a guy, McElroy, that coming into today was down at the in the one-over uh, one position, which was six shots off the lead. Historically in the U.S. Open, not a place you want to be. 23 of the last 25 U.S. Open champions have been within two shots of the lead after 36 holes. So based on the history, it would it would suggest that Rory was not in a, a place to have much success. However, he has made this big push, and he's now the second betting favorite at 6-1, to one, behind only Bryson DeChambeau. So you have a couple guys who have made big Saturday pushes. That's why they call it moving day. Is moving it, day for a reason. Is it just me? I can't, I can't get on the Bryson DeChambeau train. Like, I'm not... You're not, you're not there. Me. I, just, I, I think it's... 
a lot of smoke and mirrors. I know he won a couple tournaments to, to the end of the year, um, a couple years ago where he started to really make his name. But, again, all the hype and all the – I think I, I think we're I think it's like a, a magic show here on the strip. Uh, we don't get to see what's really going on. We're we're kind of like being hidden. I don't know. I'm, I'm so just you want the board. curtain to be pulled back. Yeah, I want to know the truth. I mean, again, all right, you swing hard, you get out of control. Um, you did look good today. I mean, especially on one, he had a sand shot. Um, he stuck it. It was a beautiful shot to to start his day. Ended up burning that hole. He's on the tee right now at 13. Yeah, by the par way, par five, I think it is correct too, right? So. Oh, I don't he, know. I just—he totally came out of that drive too. He don't look too happy. That ball is sailing way right, Not and too, too bad, right? Yeah, I mean, in in, uh, in we'll pretty see. deep rough, but just shy of a, a bunker. I think he was hoping okay, to get could that. Be, uh, you know, yeah, 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 par five. So he's in, he's not yeah. a bad spot. But that's my point. Like, I don't know. I just I, I need to see more. I think we instantly throw Bryson DeChambeau up as a betting favorite or as odds because of the popularity and all the stuff that's going on with him and Brooks and his name's constantly in the media. Um, and so I, sometimes I don't think the values what it really should be. So I always want to be a little bit cautious for me when I'm betting Bryson DeChambeau. Again, he's he won it last year, so you got to give him respect. He's two under at this point. He's three off the lead, so he's in the mix with everybody. And, and it's going to get interesting. I, I I feel you on the the two two shots back, but this course just seems to be a little bit different. I mean, we're two and a half rounds in, and and five's the guy, right? So it's I mean, guys who have three rounds in, we're looking at the one under, so I, I think this is going to bunch up quick, and I just think that the the, the the veteran stuff, you know, the DJs, the Roy's, I think that that's the name that I think is going to rise to the top, and I, I, I can see, I mean, I like Carl Morikawa, I like, you know, guys like that, but I can see Bryson trying to do too much and get caught up in the wrong pairing and, and try to play the course wrong. Like, I, I don't know, it's just it's a tough course, man. you gotta, you got to respect this one for well, sure. Well, you mentioned this having a different type feel to yeah. where finds, and you make the point exactly how, all right, maybe this won't totally go toward what the past, the, the history in the past form would suggest, and that's the big thing. That was the big thing coming in. You had to at least be within two shots of the lead. 23 of the last 25 U.S. Open champions were in that mix, but if you remember going back to the 2008 U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, Tiger Woods at one point in that third round was, I think, five shots back. Now, obviously... Tiger Woods, kind of, he's kind of up here, and everybody else way down there. So, at least though, there is some evidence to suggest thing moves yeah. can be made in a hurry. It's just, I think you make a great point though about value, and I think we we try and figure out that differentiating factor between okay, is there value on a guy in golf betting, right. or is there a realistic actual chance that somebody will win, and where do you draw that line? Like, do you say, okay, just because Bryson DeChambeau is the favorite in the live betting market and he's not the leader, are you automatically just not betting him? Or are you saying, well, look, realistically, I might have to pay a premium here, only get 5-1 to one or whatever it is, and that's what the current number is, 5-1, to one. but I still think I he's got the play. best shot of winning. If, if that's how you process it, then that play can make sense. And I'll tell you what, how I applied this. Because I, you know, I think we all as golf bettors, we love the sexy pre-tournament long shot outright. For me, that was Jason Kokrak this week. I was sitting there like, ooh, 66 to 1, let's go. And then uh, that didn't go so well. Nine over. So well. Missed, missed the cut. But what I did do last night was I did play John Rahman. I got him at plus 450. Yeah. And my thinking on this was, look, here's a guy who was in the 8, 9, 10 to 1 range pre-tournament. Two shots off the lead. So he, he did, does fit the bill from a historical trend standpoint. He was one of just three players in the first two rounds who had gained at least one shot in the four major categories, off the tee, approach, around the green, and putting. 
It was just he, Louis Eustazen, and Bubba Watson through the first two rounds, all guys who were right near the top of the leaderboard. And I just felt like you combine that with his pedigree coming in, the fact that the last yes. time we saw him, it was such a brutal, emotional letdown, having tested positive for COVID in the middle of a tournament that he led by six shots in the third round. I just kind of got that feeling like, all right, this, is, this might be, I know I'm paying a premium here, yeah. but this is the bet I really want to make. And even though it's the shortest price on the board, now he was as low, by the way, I think it was stations in Nevada, he was plus 250. So I at least felt like there was some value by shopping uh, that around, Josh. I don't know if you would agree with me on that, but that's kind of how I approached at least coming into, uh, into round three. Yeah, well, anything on John Rahm I'm okay with at this point. Uh, he was in his best form probably ever at the last tournament. I get the COVID kicked in. It doesn't change the fact that he was hitting the golf ball and putting better than he ever has. I mean, the, the, the game was well-rounded, and he was running away with it. So, yeah, emotionally, uh, a tour win, no matter who you are, is a very important thing to these guys. There's a lot of money at stake in FedEx Cup points, and so there's a lot of letdown. With that said, he's in a pretty good spot in life, and I don't think that outside of just having a, a tour win and a trophy – um, I don't think he overly let it affect him. I mean, and he got through COVID protocol, I think, a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. He tested you know, negative enough times where he got out and he got to prepare for this. So I, I do like Rom, and again, he's, he's tied for fifth, uh, plus one through nine. I think that'll change a little bit finishing this round. But um, he's given us no reason not to trust him. And so, yeah, you, you are paying a little premium, but again, I know the place that his golf game is in compared to, obviously, how we discussed a couple of the other guys where their golf game hasn't necessarily been in the best place, and so now I'm, I, I, I want to find the right number. And then again, what tickets did you have pre-flop? I mean, did you have some stuff coming in, and now you're just right. complimenting those tickets, and you're, in, in essence, kind of hedging a little bit? Because then there's always that play. Because betting golf is a little bit different than, you know, us picking a baseball game later or something like that. It's, you know, with these odds, you kind of, um, well, you're playing matchups too, but, you know, mm -hmm. you, you're kind of taking a couple different shots. I'm getting 12 to 1, 10 to 1. Uh, you got Richard Bland at 1,100 to 1. Um, it's almost like a no-brainer. You take that, don't you? <laughs> throw a couple bucks on it. Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, that? now. Is that a typo? Oh, it's super easy. Now. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, throw but it's, it's five also bucks tough on because what did you say guys. Henley was pre-flop? 250? 290. Okay, 290, and then all of a sudden he's 12 to 1. Like, can you really jump in on that? And then given his track history, like, that's not I don't, enough. I don't think you can. Right, yeah, it's hard. The so. thing to, and Rom, by the way, he has now moved, and he the one issue, he has missed a few short putts today. One over on his round through nine holes, a couple of really good birdie looks. He currently still sits... Three shots back of Russell Henley, who was five under through uh, Which, to holes. your point earlier, too, by the way, is, you know, little things. I was talking about cardio and UFC. It would be the number one thing I'd work on. I don't ever want to get tired. It's putting. Uh, what, what's your boy Bland did today? I mean, how he many? Fi he finally missed a putt inside 10 feet, by the way. But still, 30 for 30, whatever it was. <laughs> 31 it's, it's for 31. Like, yeah. you and I golf. I mean, we don't practice the way they do, but it's, it's, it's just an amazing stat. And if, you're, if you can putt like that anywhere, but especially here at Torrey Pines, then, yeah, you're going to find yourself at the top of that board. You can make up for some mistakes. You can make up for the rough that we just saw uh, what's-his-name in on the second shot on a par five. Like, you can make up. The Shambo. The yeah. Shambo. Bryson, yeah, yeah, With your putting. Well, right now, it's Russell Henley. It is. 290-1 pre-tournament. He is still hanging on the co-leader after two rounds. He's your solo leader right now. Five under par through eight holes, but a bunch of guys giving chase on moving day at the U.S. Open. When we come back, we'll give you the latest updates from Torrey Pines. As we're just getting started with you till 9 o'clock Eastern right here on VSIN Bet Center. At 
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the Indeed.com studio. Hiring? Start finding the right people right away. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's a Saturday evening here on VEASAN Bet Center back in Las Vegas with Josh Towers. I'm Ben Wilson. And Josh, we've got carnage going on at Torrey Pines U.S. Open as we continue to update you on a big moving day Saturday on this Father's Day weekend. Russell Henley, still your leader, five under par. He just striped his drive on the par five ninth, which interestingly, Josh, has given guys a lot of trouble. We just saw Matthew Wolf really make a mess of that hole, it looks like he will drop a shot, go down to three under par. He currently w- he was in a tie with Richard Bland, who was the co-leader along with Russell Henley after Friday's round. So it looks like we'll have Wolf drop to three under par. Bland still at four under par after eight holes. And a bunch of guys just uh, giving chase right now, including Louis Oosthuizen, who just came up short on a putt of his own at the uh, ninth hole. So looking at Louis right now, he uh, just dropped, I uh, know he did just par, so he missed a birdie putt. Oosthuizen has been, a, we talked about the putting too, Josh, and how hard that can be to, to find consistently, especially on these POA greens on the West Coast. And Oosthuizen missed a three-footer on his first hole for par, has been even par since, so one over through his nine holes for Louie. But a guy who's been so solid to this point, Josh, three under, he's two off the pace, so he's right in it uh, at the moment. And you look at his live odds, he's 
certainly not the favorite, but no. moving up the board, he's now 8-1, to one, a guy who was in the 50-1 to one range pre-tournament. Were you, you surprised to see him struggle the way he's looked on the green so far today? Such a good, especially historically, good Poa green putter. Yeah, uh, again, man, I mean, I, it, sometimes, and they put themselves in good positions, sometimes the straighter putts are a little bit harder because if you're offline, you know, even a, a fraction it, so the movement of, of some right-to-lefters or left-to-righters are a little bit better for these guys, but um, they have these holes protected pretty well, and you have to hit some pretty good iron shots, and I think there's a lot of thought and emphasis that goes into that, and, and sometimes if my focus gets a little bit, it's not distracted. It's it's warranted because it's in a certain area where you know we got one of the par threes that's moved up. It was all the way from 198 to I think today it's like 138. Yeah, and it's in front. It's, it's accessible, but it's crazy over three days. I have a drastic difference, and and then it's protected. If I'm short, if I'm in the hardest holes playing, um, the same thing. It's a par three where they're misjudging the distance a little bit, but you're a little bit protected short. But then again, you have to get up and down. It's not the easiest thing, and I think because of the emphasis on the wedge play, it kind of distracts you a little bit from the emphasis on the putting aspect of it. And, and they're not the yeah. easiest course in the world, obviously, to put on, but it's not as hard as the rest of the course is. So, again, I think when your focus is over there, you have a hard time at times transitioning back. So, I, you know, we have good days, we have bad days. He's one of the best there is. He's always seems to be around and, and, and really never gets the, the respect. I mean, we're looking at this whole board, and I see Louis sitting there at, at time for third, and I didn't even talk about him. For some reason, you just kind of you overlook him. He's been him. so solid. Yeah. In, when did, when did he win it? 2010? Yeah, British yeah. Open. And he now, and now there's a big host of guys, because despite Bryson DeChambeau hitting a horrid drive on the 13th, he was able to recover. Yeah. Ends up making birdie there, so DeChambeau moves to three under with that birdie. John Rahm, after dropping a shot on his eighth hole, is able to get that back at the 10th. So birdies for a couple of the big horses here, DeShambo and Rom to get them to three under par. They're now each just two shots off the pace along with Matthew Wolf and Louis Eustazen, and that has jumped Bryson DeShambo's live odds now back to plus 335. So he goes back to your in-tournament favorite with Russell Henley and John Rom tied for the second favorites on the board at uh, at 5 to 1 right and now. I think Rory's on uh, the par 5 18th. It's uh, which has been a, a birdie, birdie hole for sure. Yeah, yeah. and he had, it looks like he had a really good drive. I mean, according to the Statcast, it looked like he had a really good drive, so he has a chance obviously to get there in two. That can change some things as well him coming to the last hole for himself. So I mean, listen, there's a couple holes out there that there is scoring and again it goes back to Bryson's tee shot and and he, you know, takes his medicine, takes his wedge shot basically in essence with the second shot. To an extent, you know, you kind of play a little reverse, but there's no need to panic. And again, John Rom through ten, even, I mean, he he can go 500 on this backside. I mean, that's just how good he is and how well his he's been playing. So it, there's a lot. This is going to change a lot. The Matthew Wolf thing. I'm again, I'm curious about. It's just one hole, obviously, but I am curious about how that's going to transpire. And then I would love to see, obviously, on 18. I want to see how Rory finishes because birdie's beautiful, puts him in position. Eagle. Kind of makes you take notice. Eagle would it would make a lot of people take notice. A lot of big names too, right off the pace. McElroy two under, tied for seventh with Kevin Streelman. You have Dustin Johnson in the clubhouse with a 68. He's one under par. Colin Morikawa right there, one under. Same with Scotty Scheffler. They're all tied for tenth. And Mackenzie Scheffler, McKenzie, he's always he, on the board. Oh, yeah. Always he does seem to always on the board. <laughs> Mackenzie Hughes, the Canadian, just birdied 11, so he gets the two under as well. Those are your top. 10 to this point. We'll continue to update you on moving day at the U.S. Open. When we come back, though, an interesting trend in the MLB market. First inning yes run. Uh, Josh says they're up. We're going to ask him about that next on the other side right here. It's Peace and Bet Center.
new feature on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Welcome back in. It is vcin Bet Center Saturday evening here live from Las Vegas with Josh Towers, the former big league pitcher. I'm Ben Wilson. I know for sure, talking about betting splits, Josh, looking down at some of my notes here, uh, they, they say zero people having bets. I, now, I can't say for sure if zero people bet on Richard Bland, but he was <laughs> 1,111 to 1 to win the U.S. Open. He currently sits a shot off the pace. Russell Henley found the greenside bunker in two at the par 5 ninth. A really nice bunker shot. He's got 10 feet left for birdie. One-shot edge on Richard Bland. Those two playing in the final group with a couple big names. Bryson DeChambeau currently your in-tournament favorite at the moment. At plus, he was plus 335. A moment ago, he has now shifted to plus 350, along with John Rahm. Those two now leading the odds market at DraftKings each at plus 350 at three under par with Matthew Wolf and Louis Eustazen joining them, rounding out the top five. We will get back to the golf, get a couple updates in a moment as... And we'll see also what happens on the 14th. Bryson DeChambeau just left his second shot short there on 14. And Rory McIlroy's got a chance to reach the green in two on the par 5 18th. So we'll circle back to that in just a moment. But as we teased in our last segment, Josh, there's been one particular bet that you have found yourself privy to be making at, at times. And it has done very well today. That would be first inning yes on the wow. run scored in MLB action. Very popular bet, mostly I think because... As a better, it's what first inning lasts like 15 minutes. So you're in, you're out. It's not a four-hour journey. Yeah, either you lose quickly or or you win quickly. So what is what is the data showing us today on the the nine games so far in Major League Baseball? The Josh Towers metrics table. The Josh first give us yeses. the Josh Towers metrics table on first and inning. Then, yes, and then just on Saturdays, just bet every one of them all the time. Uh, I think we're seven for nine to start the to start seven the day so far. Uh, okay. First inning, yeah. I mean the Cubs Marlins. That was an interesting game. Marlins rocked them. Oakland and Yankees did it. Where we else on this? Uh, yeah, Red Sox jumped on the board. Phillies, Giants. That's just a that's a free for all. Twins, Rangers in Texas. That was the one that we haven't. And then Indians, Pirates. You know, understandably those two games. But uh, yeah, the Mets did it. Blue Jays, Orioles. Always the Blue Jays for some reason. And the Orioles. That's that probably wasn't too much value. Probably some minus one forties or something there. With those two teams, and then the Nationals and Mets just did it again right now to start the second game. So, um, again, wow. we understand how, how, how games are with starting pitchers and, and filling it out the process, and obviously the best hitter is the top of the lineup. But uh, Saturdays, with the excitement of just the weekend and, and everything that brings a little bit more energy to it, we've seen a Saturday recently where every game but one. And so uh, it's just a day that a lot of times I'll look at stuff. I like plus 115s or more. There's certain numbers I'll go. You guys all know that. But on Saturdays, it's just sometimes, man, you're sitting around, you're bored, and you want a game. There it is. First inning guess in baseball and enjoy it. I've got one number that is plus 115. For the games that start, we have two starting at 715 on the East Coast. One of these games was already banged. That was the Cardinals-Braves game postponed due to weather. They will play a doubleheader, both games, seven innings tomorrow. But two games starting, Josh, in the 7 o'clock Eastern window. One of them, plus 115 on the yes. That would be White Sox-Astros is the very solid Lance Lynn goes for the Sox today. Uh, as he takes on Framber Valdez down in Houston, so there you go. You get you get some value. You, you are you firing though on that's a game with 
those are two pretty good pitchers right there. You still you still want to take the bait right and there? And then it's so hard because if you haven't jumped in on any of these today and then all of a sudden you got this game to start it with. It's tough. These are two good pitchers, man. Lance Lynn's been awesome. He had a personal six-game winning streak come to an end his last start. Um, I think it's versus the Rays. He, he's been really good. And Framber Valdez has been dominant. He's been dominant you know, all year. He's 3-0 with a 1-4-2. Pitched really well versus the Twins' last one. Um June has been hot for him. So they, they, obviously these are these are tougher games, but the offenses are both really good as well. Uh, and the White Sox, I think, are, are, are they struggling a little bit right now, aren't they? These two teams going in, I mean, they're both tops of their division they're about, but I feel like the White Sox has been the best. No, the White Sox have moved to minus Lost a couple 400 in the yeah. AL, AL Central odds, at least uh, at, at uh, DraftKings. So they've, I think, and that part partly is because the Indians are really the only challengers to them. You have three rebuilding yeah. teams in the Royals, Tigers, and uh, in, and you look at the rest of that uh, division as you you know you just go down the line and it's like all right White Sox, Indians, and who else is really and really nobody? Nobody else. No, yeah. they're all done. I mean, look, Kansas City's thirty-one and thirty-seven. Uh, Minnesota's in. The I left out Minnesota, who's seller. been a massive what disappointment. What happened uh, to so them? Far. Yeah, like that's clubhouse stuff right there. Like, did we we went from having a ton of veterans to all rookies, in essence. I mean, it kind of looks like, like, where's that middle? And I know Buxton's hurt, and, but where's that middle? Where's that, 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 that nice combination of a little bit of everything? They don't seem to have it, and, and I don't think the coaching staff was prepared. You know, Rocco came in, Baldelli did a great job in the beginning, coming from his playing days in Tampa and being over there with Cash and, and the boys over there in Tampa as well and the staff. But this is weird. This is unexpected. But I don't, I don't think collectively they were prepared for the pitching and the loss of and the separation from, from vet to very, very young, which is hard. So they got some work to do over there in Minnesota. Obviously, this season's out, but you know now they're in a, a building process with these young kids, and then the GMs, they got to be hard at work looking at two and three years down the road with this team. And they're not that far away from winning, but that's where they have to obviously have their sights set to figure out how they're going to mesh this talent. They, and they, they are up stuff. at least right now 3-2 in the bottom of the ninth at the struggling Texas Rangers. But, yes, a team that was – a very popular pick to do some damage in the futures market in the preseason. Find themselves dead last right now as we take a look at the, the standings. We showed that graphic a moment ago. 40-1 to one now to win the AL Central. They are 28-41, and 41, 14 and a half games behind. I think I like the, the Astros tonight's game. White Sox. So are you like the Astros I tonight? I do. Okay. Yeah, and there's some numbers. There's Looking some good numbers the, versus Lynn for these kids offensively. You can, you can get Houston right now as low as minus 118. As a slight favorite, favorite. Yeah, against fine. the White Sox Five and a, a total home. of about seven and a half. The other, by the way, just quickly, the other first inning run, minus 120 in Reds and uh, Padres with Denelson Lamette, who has not gone very deep in many of his starts this season. Right, he's uh, not he, throwing, is he? He goes uh, against uh, Vladimir Gutierrez of the is Reds. It, is it Miguel Diaz or is it Lament? I got Diaz. Uh, Am I wrong? Is you're right. Wrong? You are right. They just changed. I see a red next to his name, which Somebody, means just changed. Yeah, because it looks like it's going to be a bullpen day for the Padres, so obviously something happened. I don't, I don't know the information yet. Diaz uh, is in for a spot start, hasn't pitched more than three innings all year this season, so you know if they give him three, four, they're going to be great. He's been good out of the pen. So this is going to be a bullpen day for them. And then obviously Vladimir Gutierrez, first time he's facing them. Um, I don't know how I feel about this one. Again, relievers come in. You kind of respect that because that's what they do. They're, they're one-inning guys. Um... It could be an offensive they, game. Well, you yeah, said it's plus they, 115? Yeah, uh, that's minus 120. Minus 120. Minus 120 on the S. Padres, they did move to Nelson He will start tomorrow in the final game. So it's whether the Padres will score on Gutierrez. Another question.
Could happen either way. You never know. Anyway, that's first inning Major League Baseball run talk with Josh Towers. When we come back, our leader at the U.S. Open has extended the yes. margin. A big birdie, but we'll talk about that next as we continue. Moving day on Saturday here on Beeson Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Indeed believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. We're back on VEASAN Bet Center. First of three hours taking you right up to 9 o'clock Eastern. Back with Josh Towers. I'm Ben Wilson. As we talk U.S. Open live betting. Is there anything better than live betting a golf no. major? On Father's Day weekend. No, let's just throw that little tip hey, you, like You randomly wake up tomorrow morning and you go look at your account and you got like 17 tickets. You just kept firing and remember. And you're like, what just happened? <laughs> Wait, how did I get all what of these? Doing? And then what we don't have doing? the winner. Listen, 12 to 1, that was it. Blue Jays coming back. It's the ninth inning down three. It was only 12 to 1 where they come back on the Orioles. That the, seems a little low. Josh, of, while we're watching the golf, Josh paying attention. Two of his former teams squaring off right now, Blue Jays, Orioles, in a game where Alec Manoa, who I really like. What happened to him? Rookie was ejected. There was an apparent brawl in this yeah, game. Get out of here. And as the Blue Jays were a pretty sizable favorite, they are currently a plus 850 in the live market, down 7-4. 
top of the ninth inning. These kids he's looking get, up the, uh, the pregame rookies. number. Manoa was a minus 152 favorite against Listen, Dean you Kramer. You getting ejected when you're a rookie. We need you. We need those You didn't innings. get ejected as a rookie? Did you I, get ejected ever? Yeah, I've been tossed. Um, you got to be smarter than that. Like sometimes the emotions get the best of you, but I don't know their situation. One on with nobody out by the way. Sometimes if your starter didn't go deep day before, you can't be getting ejected. I don't know what Manoa's doing, but they're struggling a little bit too, so that could have something to do with it. Well, Josh is paying attention. And giving up bombs. (laughs) Josh getting very in depth on this. uh, Yeah, on this random. Saturday I didn't know Blue Jays Orioles game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig into you, this. You you find that while we are while Josh is looking into that, let's give you the updated leaderboard at the U.S. Open because Russell Henley, oh. after finding the greenside bunker in two, we mentioned in our last segment, great bunker shot to within ten feet, makes the birdie putt to get to six under par, two shot lead as he makes the turn over Richard Bland, the Englishman who is as we've talked about a couple times, one thousand one hundred eleven to one to win the tournament coming in. Who's held up all right? Honestly, yeah. better than I thought. His his over under score prop, Richard Bland, was seventy two and a half. This is a par seventy one. So the over, which was juiced to minus one thirty, suggesting that the odds were on Richard Bland to finish two over or worse today. He's one over through nine. He's held it together. Still two shots off the lead. And in the live market, we saw that a moment ago. Bland at twenty five to one right now. But Henley is 5-1. to one. He did drive it into the bunker on 10, and his bunker shot came up short of the green. So we'll have a tough little up and down to make on the 10th hole, but it's still Henley with the edge. And uh, you look, Josh, further down the leaderboard, Rory McIlroy, he does, in fact, birdie 18. Gets into the clubhouse four under par in his round today, a 67 to get to within three back. There's a reason they call it moving day. Yeah. Three under there's par. Only, only a couple of those. And Rory McIlroy now 5-1. to one. You win the tournament. That is your third betting favorite. He and Henley each five to one with DeChambeau, uh, Bryson DeChambeau four to one. John Rahm, the current odds-on favorite at plus three fifty. DeChambeau and Rahm each at three under par. DeChambeau though playing on the fifteenth hole. He was able to scrape together a par on the fourteenth. Rahm playing on the twelfth. You also have Matthew Wolf at three under. He plays on the eleventh. Been an adventure today for Wolf as he just dropped a shot on number nine after uh, having to hack out of some rough. On his third shot, the rest of the top ten with Mackenzie Hughes and Louis Oosthuizen. Oosthuizen though drops another shot, another missed short putt for Oosthuizen. He is two over on his round through ten holes, while Hughes even on the day, two under as well. So those are, are both tied for seventh. And Oosthuizen has moved to twenty to one on the live odds. And uh, yeah, Hughes has put together a nice week, fifty to one. Yeah. That is where we stand right now. Did I buy you enough time to look up? <laughs> you did, and I'm excited what, about what happened? this. What, so I what happened, Alex Manoa? What happened? Thank you, everybody, for birdieing and making pars. A, so, I try to be uh, professional sometimes. Big bang so can I talk can... it out. Uh, exactly <laughs> what I thought could happen uh, happened. Um, this is what happened. As soon as the game ends, the manager for the Toronto Blue Jays, who is now they're now going to come back by the way, uh, two on one out top of the is going to be in his office and he's going to send the pitching coach to go get Alex Manoa and tell Alex to have a seat on my chair and shut my door. Usually that means you're getting sent down. In this particular case, he's probably not getting sent down. Um, when you get rocked, Ben, when you give up four home runs and three and a third, it's your fault. It's not my fault. It's not my catcher's fault for calling the wrong pitches. It's your fault. And in the games that he has, what does he have? Uh, four games on the season? One, two, three, four, five games on the season. Obviously, his name of the debut was fantastic. And then he gets touched up by Miami after that. And then he had a couple respectful games. And then this one. All the runs he really has given up. I mean, in the Miami game where he got touched up, he gave up three home runs and three and a third. And then today in three and a third, he gives up four home runs. So when it goes bad, we're learning from Alex Manoa, it goes really bad. And this young man does not know how to fix it. 
It's that um, I'm just going to start throwing probably. I'm going to force it. I get anger. Obviously, proven today, he lets his emotions get the best of him. Uh, again, Phil Jackson, anger is the enemy of instruction. Uh, you can't do much when you when you let your emotions in a negative way get the best of you. Clearly, this is what happens. This is good for us because now we're learning that when Alex Manoa does not have it, it's really, really bad. So now this in-game betting for us is versus him uh, or for him. Either way, we know that there's a drastic separation in his the way he controls his anger. He gave up four home runs today and four and a, uh, three and a third. He gives up back-to-back bombs to Ryan Mountcastle and DJ Stewart. So then what does he do on the very next pitch? He throws a 94-mile-an-hour sinker up and in and drills Franco. Um, did he drill him? Very next pitch. Yeah, hitting Franco. So I give up back-to-back bombs, four on the day. I'm not having it. I can't control myself. Clearly not very, you know, listen, there are a lot of reasons why we have minor leagues. This is one of them, the emotional side of what we go through. And then because I'm mad because I can't control what I'm doing, that I'm going to take it out on Franco and I'm going to run, run, run. But like, you can't do that. So that's an obvious ejection. You're out of here. you got to go. So, again, in a couple minutes, because we got bases loaded at the top of the ninth. I was about to you were saying Another up. base hit for the Blue Jays. Bases wow. loaded, one out, down by three, top of the ninth. And Fry's not <laughs> there. He wasn't their guy. Fry's not the guy they've been counting on for years, but he's having a great season now. And Plus all 475 sudden, now. He's thrust into it. So we went from 12-1 to 1 475 on where Toronto come back. I was saying 12-1 oh. is low. You're giving me 12-1 to 1 down three. Into the, the, that's crazy in the ninth inning. But look, here we are. It's the Orioles, so you got to remember that. It is the Orioles. It is also the hard-hitting Toronto Blue Jays who uh, are, are struggling. Again, Young man, get my office and close the door because we're going to have a talk. Because this is the end office. of this. This is not happening he, again. He's a, not, he's a kid, too. A, 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 2019 first-round draft pick. We shouldn't be in the big leagues. Nobody that close that, that recently drafted and we missed a year should be in the big leagues. I don't care how good you are, what your stuff is. You shouldn't be in the big leagues. There's too many very valuable and life lessons that you have to learn before you're ready to play at this level with everything that's at stake. My $1,138 paychecks in, in, in the minor leagues or 800 whatever they are, are different than my $50,000 paychecks here. Like, there's a lot of things that change, and I have a lot to learn. You cannot do that. You cannot let your emotions take the best of you. You're trying to play a 162-game season. You're trying to go to the postseason. You're doing this collectively with your teammates, and now you put somebody at risk because I don't know if anybody got hit after that, um, but if they didn't, they will for sure. And so now you're going to put one of your offensive players in a bad position because you're mad at yourself and you don't know how to, to right or wrong or you don't know how to get past a – a bad inning and, and make amends for it. Like, this is a long game. And so uh, I lost a lot of respect for Manoa today, i got to tell you. It didn't take a lot to earn that back. Paul Fry did get a strikeout with the bases loaded. So two outs, That's bases odd. loaded, That's odd. Three, three run game. Who's up, Simeon? Uh, Marcus Simeon, last chance for the <laughs> Blue Jays. A game That's we've somehow tough. become super engrossed in. Uh, he, by the way. He's getting a left-handed slider. He's right-handed. He's trying to pull it. you got to stay inside, obviously, a better chance of driving. So, yeah. so far, those uh, two pitches, Simeon doesn't look right. But I think he has a... I think he's had a decent day, has he not? Marcus Simeon so far uh, has been, uh, he, well, he's, he's, I believe. Got a homer, didn't he? Two homers today. Huh. Yeah, Different that's all right. Day. Not bad. Hey, you see what homers so that So he pulls off that slider like he's trying to pull a left-handed slider. Instead of staying inside of it, I guarantee on his two homers he wasn't trying to pull. But again, uh, wow. you go big yard, you go big fly a couple times, and you start to uh, All the talk about Vlad Guerrero, and he, had a, he, he went yard today again. Oh, again. 23rd. Of the season. Yeah, Marcus Simeon with two today, 18 now for the season. So we'll see if he can uh, get a base hit. Wall, we that were pitch? discussing this. Two and two, the count, by the way. Where was that pitch? Missed 
I'm not going to answer. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not going to answer. We're going to have stuff change. Like all these rules <laughs> we're doing and all the stuff we're cracking down and all the stuff. They're gonna, they're, they, I think they're right around the corner from getting rid of umpires calling balls and strikes. We're, There's been we're a, it's close, been a bad day collectively around baseball. That was strike three. That had all played, but the catcher pops up because he's seen some action two and, two. and the umpire gets distracted. And now it's 3-2, but he was struck out. Like that, was, that ball caught all plate. I'm arguing too, by the way. Missed par putt by Russell Henley. Oh, there's golf going on? Ball we were talking, yes. At the 10th hole. So Henley back to a one-shot lead as we go Come to 11 on, on Richard Henley? Bland. Because, because we're so engrossed in this now, Josh, let's just, wa- let's just watch this 3-2 pitch. Why do we care? I don't know. But he misses but it outside. you see what happens? He knows he has two Seven, runs. Five, I'm not going to give in loaded. to him. I made oh, the one-two fastball away pitch that caught all plate, but because my catcher was Can't make this stuff reading an offensive uh, a runner, he reacted. The umpire reacts to my catcher, which he shouldn't do. It was strike three. This game should be over. Now I don't want to give in to him. He's dangerous. right? The game's on the line all of a sudden, and I kind of got distracted. Now, I, Fry didn't show us much as if he was upset about the pitch. I wish he would have, but it clearly shows you – it affected him, and again, he is coming out. By he, the way, yeah, and he wasn't their closer. He he's been fantastic for him this year, but he hadn't in the past. He's had his struggles. So instead of like keeping Paul in a, in a situation, Tyler where, Wells coming in, I, yeah, whoever that is, you can't like find your successes. This is my problem with Baltimore Orioles and, and a lot of teams like this around baseball that aren't very good. Find your successes. We we clearly established where Paul Fry is good and what's making him successful. So let's try to keep him there. But all of a sudden, my closer struggles. So now I'm going to start moving Fry in more and more and more and more. You know, higher leverage situations. Now you're going to close for me. But he also pitched the ace, so he really shouldn't be in this situation anyway. So again, it just goes to show you that the manager doesn't know his players. He doesn't know what position to put him in a place to succeed. And we're going to see games like this from Baltimore, which you've seen all year. We're going to see it continue, which is why Baltimore is a great fade because. The manager, more than anybody, doesn't really understand what he has or how to use them. Still plus 450 on the live line. After all that, if you want, seven five two Toronto. 7-5, bases loaded, two outs. Pitching change, we'll tell you about that on the other side. We're starting to see a little oil leaking, though, at the very top of the U.S. Open leaderboard. Russell Henley bogeys. He is now just a one-shot leader over a fellow playing partner of his in the final group and Richard Bland. They both just went into the bunker, though, on the par 3-11, so tough up and downs for each of them. With a couple big names lurking, Rory McIlroy in the clubhouse at 3-under par and your tournament live betting favorites, each at plus 350. John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau, each at 3-under par, along with Matthew Wolf right now. So, a lot going on. We'll continue to keep you posted on everything going on in the sports betting world. We know the U.S. Open will update that next. We get rolling. Hour number two coming up next here on VSIN Bet Center. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field, whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet Three Six Five. Twenty-one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.